Welcome to a very special Metal Blade podcast. This time we're going to feature Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. Chris, you there? How you doing? I'm here. How are you guys doing? We're doing great over here. Great. So the uh, the brand new Six Feet Under record hits stores on April 17th. It's called Commandment. Uh, and this podcast will feature a track from that record. And we're also going to do tracks from all the previous Six Feet Under records. So we're going to start way back in 95 and work our way up to the present. And, uh, of course, for more information on Six Feet Under, visit sfu420.com and metalblade.com. So, Chris, it's hard to believe that Six Feet Under has been around for, gosh, I guess over 12 years now? Yeah, yeah, it is hard to believe. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Most definitely. Um, why don't you give us a really brief story on how how everything started? How we got started? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, we, uh, basically, uh, myself and Alan West were friends, uh, f- from when I was in Cannibal Corpse, uh, we, uh, had done a tour with Obituary, uh, and me and Alan became good friends, and, uh, on that tour we had talked about, uh, you know, doing a project, uh, doing a side project, it was, it was, uh, summer of 92 when we first met, and, uh, you know, hit it off and started talking about writing some songs together. And uh, one thing led to another, and uh, Alan started demo- demoing uh, some some music out that he was writing and sent me up some tapes. And I basically really liked the, I really liked his style of playing and everything. And uh, it, it, you know, it was just a really a, a breath of fresh air for me as a, as a, a, a lyricist, a, a singer, to do something a little bit different, and uh, you know, it kind of just progressed to to the point where we had some uh, s- some band members. After I got back from a tour with Cannibal Corpse, so Greg and and Terry had joined the band while I was on the road, and I uh, came back, and they had already learned all the songs, and uh, just you know, kind of you know, fell into place really easy, and you know, and. We went, went in and did our first record in 95, Haunted. Uh, and it was, uh, it, it all worked out really smoothly. And, you know, all the pieces kind of came together uh, right away. And, you know, we've been doing it ever since. All right. Well, speaking of Haunted, we're going to, the first track off on this podcast is going to be Human Tar- Target, which is my personal favorite. So. So we're going to play that, and we'll be back with more uh, with Chris from Six Feet Under. Here is Human Target off of Haunted.
That was War is Coming off Six Feet Under's second record, Warpath, and we're still here with Chris Barnes. So at the time that uh, that Warpath came out, Six Feet Under had become a full-time thing for you, right? Oh, yeah, it was a full-time thing. Uh, as soon as uh, I uh, left Cannibal Corpse uh, during the studio sessions for uh, Haunted, actually, uh, uh-huh. that's really when it became a full-time thing, like right around... September of uh, of '95, so it it, uh, it just really took on a life of its own, and you know sucked me right into it. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it, yeah, it, it really. I was putting a lot of energy into doing it even before leaving Campbell, and uh, so it, it, I really recognized the the uh, you know the power of the songs that we were writing. You know, they're really intense uh, riffs and and just good music. And I, I just felt right at home uh, right away. And, you know, the transition from going from Cannibal Corpse to Six Feet Under was really seamless. And, uh, you know, I just felt really, really comfortable with these guys. Awesome. And at the, at the time, or actually, I guess after Warpath, uh, Steve Swanson came in to replace Alan, right? Yeah, yeah. Steve uh, joined the band, uh, I'd like to say, like, right around the beginning of, end of January, uh, 98, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, basically right uh, about two weeks prior, two weeks prior to a tour we had scheduled. Uh, so uh, Steve had about two weeks to learn about 20 songs to play oh, on that tour and you know he really really came through man and uh and just dug in and learned all the music and and was prepared to get up on stage and 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 nail it out with us you know and uh it, it was really a, a, a stroke of luck that we found such a great guitarist to take over alan's duties and uh you know steve was really close friends with uh with terry being a uh, former guitarist for Massacre uh, when Terry was in Massacre. And, uh, you know, they, they remained close ever since the ending of Massacre. So, uh, you know, and, and Greg knew Steve really well, as, you know, as well. And, uh, you know, so it, it was really the logical choice to bring Steve in and, 
you know, I knew uh, a lot about him, you know, just knowing his work with, with Massacre and, and seeing them play live. And, uh, you know, I was always impressed with his, his you know, technical proficiency with his instrument. And he's just a real real good guy and the sweetheart of a guy, Steve is. And he, he he's a great guitarist. I think he's probably one of the most underrated guitarists in, in the scene, really. You know, I've seen him do stuff that I've never seen other guitarists that I've played with uh, be able to pull off. Yeah, well, he he must like what he's doing, and you guys must like him, because he's still in the band to this day. <laughs> yeah, still going strong after all these years. So, uh, yeah, it's been a good ride so far with, you know, having such good friends in, in the band that I put together. And, uh, you know, so... It's just you know it's great having him, so I hope it continues. Awesome. So for so his first record was Maximum Violence, then. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, off of that one, you guys did a, a video for Victim of the Paranoid. Now, was this like the first real video you ever did? Um, no, actually, we did a video uh, for Warp uh, on the Warpath album, a song called Manipulation, and that was really the first uh, the first. Uh, video we did in Six Feet Under. Uh, actually, you know, we we did do a video for Lycanthropy 2 from Haunted, but it was a live thing, and, yeah. uh, you know, it was a live video. You know, we filmed it live and uh, dubbed the uh, studio track over the top of it. But I would say Manipulation from Warpath is the first video clip that we put together. Um, but, yeah, I mean, The Victim of the Paranoid was... The first video clip did with Steve in the band, and uh, you know David Roth uh, directed and produced that one as well as Manipulation. Did a great job on those two videos. So, yeah, we've had a, we had a good time doing that video. It's a great song, one of our more popular songs, and uh, you know Maximum Violence being probably our fans, uh, you know, second or you know tied with Haunted as being our being their favorite uh, album from us. Yeah. Fans have have uh, shown in, in the polls we do and all that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it seems like everyone really enjoys it. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, here is Victim of the Paranoid off of Maximum Violence. Oh! 
was The Day the Dead Walked off of 2001's True Carnage. And uh, this album was the one where you guys hooked up with Ice-T on a track, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, we got in touch with, with uh, T off of, uh, for the, the track um, uh, One Bullet Left. That's on True Carnage. And right. we, you know, I've always been a really great admirer of... Uh, Ice T's work, uh, you know, uh, whether it be Body Count or uh, his solo stuff, his rap stuff, uh, you know, OG and Home Invasion are still, you know, two of my favorite uh, CDs ever. I've always really liked uh, his point of view on on all sorts of subjects. Uh, I think he's a a great guy, personally. Uh, real honest and uh personable guy uh and it was just always uh something that was in the back of my head ever since i uh met him in uh geez, i'd like to say 90 93 uh met him at uh at a convention out there in in los angeles uh, concrete foundations and he actually approached me at the airport and knew who I was and said he really liked my music. And That's awesome. <laughs> loved, my, loved my vocals and, and my lyrics, drove him crazy. Uh, so it was uh, it was really something I always remember because here's my one of my biggest idols uh, in music come, approached me because he knew who I was. And, and uh, it just always stuck with me what a great guy he was and all the kind words he had said to me that day. And I just always kept it in the back of my mind, man, if I ever... You know, collaborated with with one of my favorite people. He would be the one that I'd pick. You know, just because I, I think you know our the way we you know the way I verse my vocals and my lyrics and kind of and what he does. It's you know they blend well together. You know, I kind of have the same vibe. You know, when I write as I kind of picture he he does. You know, when he writes his his lyrics and right. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was just really something that always stuck with me, you know. And uh, it just means a lot to me, you know, that we got to do that track together and going up and laying the track down and, at the Hit Factory in New York. Uh, it, was a, it was an awesome experience just doing that. And, you know, I'd never trade that memory for anything. So That's, you know, that's we also, awesome. <laughs> we also, also did a track on that record with... Uh, uh, Karen Crisis, who you guys used to have on the label with uh, her band Crisis, and mm-hmm. always liked always liked her stuff as well, and you know, kind of wanted a female uh, vocal on one of the tracks, and you know, I, that was the first person I thought of was was Karen. Uh, you know, she's just got such a unique uh, style, and and definitely a lot of range too. <laughs> yeah, she's got great energy, and yeah, her range is incredible, and just a real sweetheart. Uh, you know, did did a great job on that track as well. So that True Carnage was had a few a few uh, special guests on it. So I think that's you know other than the tuning going down to to A, I think that's really what sets that record off from the rest of our discography was you know the special guest appearances and such. Yeah, is there anybody else that you would ever like to hook up and do a track with? Um, I haven't really given him much thought as of late, you know, uh, I'm sure that there are a couple people, I mean, I don't know how well Tom Waits would mix with our music, but he's always, <laughs> I, I always have, has, have admired, 
you know, just like Ice T is music and his his uh, uh you know his ability to cross over into acting and really do well uh on both uh platforms so you know uh there's there's people i would definitely like to do uh you know some more collaboration with other people that i've really uh enjoyed musically and stuff uh so yeah i'd be up to doing it and, you know. <laughs> We'll just have to wait and see, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to float over to a really random topic that I know that I personally am wanted to ask you, but um, I hear you're really into Mini Coopers, and I wondered, like, how you got into all that. Well, I've always been, you know, a real car fanatic ever since I was a kid. My dad owned Corvettes and Austin Healy's, a lot of English sports cars like Lotuses, and... Um, you know, muscle cars, too. Um, <clears throat> I've always been a real uh, car guy, and, uh, you know, I've always liked to be involved with making things go fast. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, at one point I uh, bought a Mini Cooper S, uh, 2002, and uh, had that car for a while and did a lot of work to it, uh, you know, boosted up the horsepower to around... Oh, geez, like 300 horse at the oh wheel. Gosh. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fast little car, and those cars handle really great. You know, it's like driving a go-kart on the road, uh, real precise handling. And uh, just enjoyed that car for a while and finally traded that in about a year and a half ago and uh, got into Corvette for a while and got rid of that. And now I've uh, been uh, building another race car uh on Mitsubishi Evolution, and uh, just been doing that in my spare time, having fun going fast and <laughs> and doing that. So uh, I just always had the uh, the car bug. Always been a car guy, and and uh, you know I've been you know interested in drag racing and and things of that nature, different types of racing events for a while now. Went out last year and uh, got to uh, actually. Uh, get into uh i've been into stock cars for a while but uh finally got an opportunity to uh take the richard petty driving school and got into a, a stock car and you know drove around homestead racetrack uh doing 143 miles an hour and uh wow. you know had a great time doing that look forward to doing that again and just kind of i've always been interested in cars and and getting in them and, and uh, getting the adrenaline flowing. So it's just a real, it's a, it's a passion of mine, and you know, hope to keep that up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All righty. Well, off the, uh, we will move on to the next track. Uh, off the 2003 release, Bringer of Blood, here is My Hatred. Get it straight, 
right, that was Shadow of the Reaper off the 2005 album 13. And I believe it was the year after 13 was released, uh, you joined forces with the Finnish band Torture Killer and uh, did vocals on their record Swarm. Did they originally contact you or was it the other way around? Uh, it was actually the other way around. I'd been, you know, reading a lot uh, on the internet about about Torture Killer and uh, you know, about their, their whole story, about how they uh, formed the band and, you know, how they picked the name of uh, the band's name from a Six Feet Under song and, you know, how they had been, you know, basically learned a lot of their chops by, uh, you know, rehearsing Six Feet Under songs and playing them live at local gigs and and such in Finland. And, you know, I was just really impressed by their their approach to uh, to death metal um, in, in an old school way and, you know, more rhythmically than most bands out there are, are, are doing things now. Um, so I was, just, I was just, I was always watching them and seeing what they were up to and, you know, just kind of, just kind of looking, you know, staying in the background, you know, watching them and appreciating what they were doing. And uh, I just noticed uh, one day reading on the Internet that uh, they had uh, parted ways with their vocalist. And I just uh, wanted to see if they needed some help. You know, they were auditioning uh, vocalists at the time and uh, dropped them a line, just emailed them and said, hey, if you if you need some help, I'll... Uh, uh, you know, I'm here for you, and if you you know want me to help out with anything, you know, I really like your music, and uh, you know, I'd just put it out there. And I bet they were they, stoked. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, it seemed like they were kind of freaked out by the offer, <laughs> which was you know interesting to me. And uh, I just, I really thought they were good, good people. And uh, after speaking with them, and they, they were like, yeah, man, well, can you do the the next record, and I was like, you know, I'll, you know, try to get you guys helped out with a record contract, and they had a really bad uh, deal with the, the label they were with at the time, so I helped them get out of that, and, uh, you know, get signed to Metal Blade, you know, and, and uh, Mr. Slago and really liked the uh, demo tracks, and, uh, you know, was really impressed by it, and, you know, I think the, the last uh, side project I threw on his lap, it, kind of went really good, you know, it's still been going good, and uh, <laughs> so we point. hope to uh, kind of, uh, you know, repeat the, uh, the, the the whole thing again with this band, and it's been going good so far, you know, uh, the, for, you know, Swarm did really well. Yeah, it for, came out great, Forever Dead is like the greatest track, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, because, you know, like, a lot of my friends and stuff, will, like my friend from Chicago just emailed me the other day, and he was like, man... I just heard this. Your your band Torture Killer on XM, and a lot, you know, it's pretty <laughs> wild because I think the Torture Killer stuff's been getting more airplay on XM and Sirius than uh, than Six Feet Under stuff. <laughs> but, you know, that's always that's great that people are enjoying it, and you know, I really liked uh, you know putting that record together with those guys. They're just such great, great guys, and you know. Uh, I can't wait to get in the studio with the next one. You know, and they should be uh, getting some songs together, and hopefully, we'll be in the studio to record the second CD in uh, in the fall. Wow, you just you never stop. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it going. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I guess that pretty much brings us up to speed. Uh, the new record is Commandment, comes out on April 17th. Uh, are there any special details you want everybody to know? Uh, well, I think the CD really fits well into our discography. You know, it's uh, you know it's got this the six feet under signature rhythms and uh, you know my my vocals and you know, the, the sick lyrics as usual. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it turned out really good. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, writing this this and putting it together with the guys and i think we did a great job um getting some good good sound and rhythms and everything down and i think the fans will like it you know i really do it's uh it's a little it's a little different than 13 but i think each of our cds kind of take on their own personality right you know, they have their own vibe and uh this is no different it's uh you know i think that's what a lot of people expect you know listen to the band is that we never really put out the same sounding CD or the same, you know, uh, the same uh, tempos and whatnot. It's, you know, we always try to just kind of progress and don't look back, you know. So it's kind of um, holds all those things on this record as well. All right. When, when, uh, when can we see you guys out on the road? Well, we're we're talking about that now. Um, like you said, the record's coming out uh, April seventeenth, and uh, you know we're hoping to do a U.S. tour uh, sometime like a month or so after the record's put out. So we'll we'll probably get out there early springtime and hit the road and come play some of these new songs. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us here today. Uh, remember to visit sfu420.com and metalblade.com for all things six feet under any final words oh i would just thank everybody for all their uh support over the years and hope you guys stick around and keep listening uh you know thank you very much and we'll see you soon all righty and off the new album commandment here is doomsday thanks chris uh, no problem thanks a lot Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, <laughs> 